Good evening. Hope everyone is doing well. Malotov again to all the Messiah of Masechah Shkalim. Baruch Hashem, we're starting a new Masechta back into the Bavli world. And we're learning Masechah Yuma, which speaks about the Yom. A Yom is a reference to, of course, Yom Kippur. So today we're going to learn about a din in a Mishnah that was specific to Yom Kippur. It was a preparatory halacha that we would separate out the Kohen Gadol from uh, his family life, uh, from his whole world, for seven days prior to uh, to Yom Kippur to make sure that he was going to be tahored. So uh, we are right now uh, starting the new Mishnah, Beis Manalef. Let's get started. Says the Mishnah as follows: Shiva Shemim Kodem Yom Kippurim. Seven days before Yom Kippur was to begin, Mafrishin Kohen Gadol Mibeso Levishkash Parhedrin. The Kohen Gadol was removed and separated from his house, and he would go to a room in the Beis Hamikdash referred to as the Lishkas Parhedrin. Umaskinin Lo Kohen Achar Tachtov Shemayera Bopsul. And they also had a backup, right? They had uh, someone in the bullpen just make, to make sure that in the event that there was a Bopsul in this Kohen or if the night before uh, he, he saw Zerah, whatever the case may be, become, become a Balkari, just in case he became a, a apostle. So the halacha was they had a backup for him. So they separated him and the Chor, they separated another Kohen as well. And uh, Rabbi Yehuda, Omer Af Isha Acheres Maskinen Lo, they also prepared that there should be a, another wife, a second wife, a backup wife. Why? What's going on here? Says the Mishnah, Shema Tamus Ishto, because God forbid his wife, his current wife should die. And then says the, the Pasuk that he has to have a wife, Shinemar, Yechiper Ba'ado Uve'ad Beso, that it will be a kapara for him and his house. And uh, this is a famous drasha that's used out of context regularly. Uh, Beso, Zo Ishto, this is a reference to him having a wife. So if the Pasuk says that the Kohen Gadol can uh, generate kapara for him and his household, and his household is a reference to his wife, then the Chori has to have a wife. So that's the sheet of the Tanakhama. Last few words of the Mishnah, Beis Medalev, Amrulo in Kenem So if your concern is that maybe he'll become a puzzle, and then maybe his wife will die. So then how do you know when to stop uh, scaling out? Like it's, it's, a never, it's a never ending cycle of concern. So uh, Lechora, if we just learn this Mishnah right at face value, it would seem that he doesn't agree that we need to separate out a, uh, another Kohen Gadol and another wife. That's what it seems from the Gemara. Well, uh, from the Mishnah, we'll analyze this another time, not today. The Gemara opens. Uh, but... What? Maybe. Yeah. The, the Mishnah, Tanan Hasam, we have a Mishnah over there. Uh, and as I mentioned right before, Dafyomi, the words Tanan Hasam were some of the most comforting words I've heard in a very long time. Uh, big fan. Shiva, what? Yeah, Tanin and Taman. That's the Gemara as follows. Tanan Hasam, we have a Mishnah elsewhere that reads as follows Shiva, Siamim Kodem, Sreifa, Sapara, Himafishin, Koina, Sarifa, Sapara, Mibeso, Lishka, Shalf, Mehabira. A similar did. Just like in our Mishnah, where we have a Kohen Gadol who's separated from his family, seven days prior to the Yom Kippur, seemingly, the Mishnah writes, that we have the same din by Para Aduma. And we're going to spend the day today comparing these two worlds of Para Aduma and Yom Kippur, in that both of them have a requirement that the Kohen who's going to do that avoda, be it the avoda of Yom Kippur or the, the Para Aduma, that they have to be uh, mafresh from their world seven days prior. And this particular one, in the case of Para Aduma, he was put the Lishkash Alpane Habira. We'll see what this means in the Gemara soon. Tzafona Mizracha, northeast, on the northeast side of the Mishkan, the Lishkas Beis Ha'even Haisan Nikres. And the name of it was Lishkas Beis Ha'even. So again, the person, the Kohen who is going to do the avoda of the um, of the Para Aduma would be brought to the base of Mikdash to this room called Beis Ha'even. Now, why uh, why was it called that way? Valama Nikra Shema Lishkas Beis Ha'even. Why was this room called the house of Beis Ha'even? Answers the Gemara 
Because all of the kalim that were made, that were made out of kligalalim, it was made from, from the fecal animal, a fecal matter of animals, or from made from stones, so it's called because it was made from these things that were made from earth. What was the reason why all of the kalim that were here were made out of earth? So answer the Gemara, seemingly something totally out of left field, and we'll come back to some context momentarily. My taima answers the Gemara because kevan de tful yom kosher bepara. What does that have to do with anything? A tful yom is a person who was tame. He went to the mikvah, but uh, in order for him to become fully tahor, he has to wait until the sun sets. So between the time he goes to the mikvah and the time the sun sets, he's referred to as a tful yom. And the halacha is that a Kohen who is a Tvul Yom is allowed, yes, in the affirmative, is allowed to do the Avodah of the Para Aduma. What does that have to do with anything? So therefore he was put into the Lishka that was called Beis Evan. What does that have to do with anything? It says the Gemara, let's give some context, third of the way down, Beis Amaralev, Ditznan. Because the Mishnah writes, they would intentionally make the Kohen Tame, albeit Dirabanan. They would induce Tuma Dirabanan for the Kohen who was going to be doing the Avodah of the Paraduma, Umad Bilan Oso, and then they'd send him to the Mikvah, but they wouldn't wait until nightfall to do the Sreif of the Paraduma. And what they would do is Umad Bilan Oso, Lahosimi Liban Shel Tzedukin, because the Tzedukin were of the opinion that the, the Kohen who did the Avodah of the Paraduma required Ha'er of Shemesh. That it's full Yom, who had the status of still being semi tame he was not allowed to do the avod of the paraduma. That was the tzedukim. Those that they, they were not makabal the Torah shabal peh. So the tzedukim held shahiu omrim be hashemesh The only kohanim that could do the avod of the paraduma were the ones who had achieved harif shemesh. Once the sun set, they go to the mikvah at nine a.m. The sun doesn't set until eight p.m. During that time, from 9 a.m. to 8 p.m., he's considered a tvul yom. So the tzedukim said that the person who does the paraduma, he can only do the avoda after the sun sets. But halacha lemaisa, that's not how we paskin. They're wrong. The tzedukim are wrong. The prushim are right. What did the prushim say? That even a tvul yom could do this. And then takinu l'arabanan klei galalim klei avanim adama. So then what they did is they made all of the kalim that were used for paraduma, they'd make them out of earthenware so that they could not be makabal tuma, delo lakabal tuma. So it's a sophisticated uh, situation. <laughs> Here's what happened. The halacha is Ladina, that a Kohen who is a Tvul Yom, he went to the mikvah at 9 a.m. He won't achieve full Tahara until 8 p.m. During the day at noon, he can do the avod of the Paraduma, totally mutter, even, even though he's a Tvul Yom, which has a status of Tuma. Until he's coming again. What? Until he's coming again for doing the Paraduma. Oh, right, but that's okay. But that's built in. That's the nature of the din is that whoever's matire is matire. True, absolutely right. But what they wanted to do is they wanted to make sure that nobody mis misunderstood what the tzedukim, what the tzedukim were saying. The tzedukim against the halacha that we know, the tzedukim said, you guys are wrong. A tvul yom is not allowed to do the avoda only if he's achieved of shemesh. So he's not allowed to, to do the paraduma today at 12. He has to wait until the sun sets at eight and then he can do the paraduma. So we don't pass in that way. So in order to show that the tzedukim were wrong, now this gets to the emotions of the matter, they intentionally were mitame the Kohen to make sure that everyone understood he's going to go to the mikvah and do the paraduma right away as a tvul yom while he still has a semi-status of Tuma. And in order to prevent the Kohanim who were doing the Avodah from being the Zalzel, they made sure that all the Kalim that they were using were not Makabal Tuma, just to make sure that we weren't exacerbating the problem. And we were simply proving our point to the Tzedukim. Of course, Tosos here, the third uh, Dibra Maskil, Lahotzi Medivan Shal Tzedukim writes, 
Of course, we're not talking about Tuma de Raisa, we're only talking about Tuma de Rabbana. So that is why the Gemara says um, that he was put in this room called the Klei Why was it called Klei Because they made all of the Kalim for Para Aduma, Kalim uh, uh, that were not able to be Makabal Tuma, so that they could then prove to the Tzdukim by being Matamid Kalmi de Rabbanon, that in fact we hold that a Tzvulyom can bring the Para Aduma. Halfway down, basement Aleph. Says the Gemara, why does the Mishnah reference the northeast side of the Mikdash, that this room is on the northeast side? So two features. Because by a chatas, right, the, the animal is called, we refer to this animal as the chatas, the mechatas. So because it has an element of chatas, it has to be on the north side. And so that there is going to be some type of hekir that this is specifically for para aduma. So that's why this room was located in that space. That it was a mix of east and north features uh, to make sure that we knew that it was a chatas. Two thirds of the way down, my bira. It says in the Mishnah that was quoted in our Gemara. This Mishnah can be found in Maseches Para Paragimel. It quoted there that it has to be in the bira. What my bira? What does that mean? That's the machlokas in the Amorim. Amar Rabbi Barachan, Amar Yochanan, Makom Haya Behar Habayis Ubira Shmo. There was a part of the Mikdash that was referred to as Bira. However, dissenting opinion, a reference to the whole place. Either way, the word Bira is a reference to this place that the Kohen would go, either a specific part of the Mikdash or the whole plot of land that was the Mikdash itself. Either way. So it asks the Gemara, 15 lines or so from the bottom, whenever we see Minahanimili, we have to have some context. We don't have any context from the Gemara. We don't know exactly what it's asking. So take a look at Rashi. Rashi is about 10 lines from the bottom of the Rashi's. Asks the Gemara, So the Gemara wants to know, you told me in our Mishnah that we have to separate the coin for seven days. Then when our Gemara opened, you quoted a Mishnah from Para, that the coin that's going to do the Avoda for the Para Duma also has to be Nifrash for seven days. He has to separate out for seven days. How do you know that? The Pasuk says as follows, What's the drush on this pasuk? La'asos. When the pasuk says la'asos, elumase para. That is a reference to the ma'aseh para, to the para duma, to the avoda you'll do there. Lechaper. What does it mean when it says lechaper? Says the gemara elumase yom kippurim. So we see that one pasuk speaks about both things, about para duma and about yom kippur, and we assume that they have the same exact din, and the same exact din would be that it, they both have to be nifrash, they both have to be separated for seven days prior to their avoda. So the Gemara is now going to ask a whole umud's worth of questions. Michael, we're going to go to the top of Gimel Amad Aleph. And the Gemara starts as follows. You can't say, you can't say that this whole Pasuk is talking about Paraduma. Why not? Because because the Pasuk speaks about Kapara. And while it's true that the Paraduma can give you Kara, but it doesn't give you kapara. So if the pasuk says lechaper, it's pashat that the whole pasuk cannot be speaking about paraduma because upara la bas kaparahi because it doesn't give you kapara. Again, it gives you tara, it doesn't give you kapara. So we understand that the whole pasuk cannot be about para. However, Ella, maybe we should say Maybe we should say that the whole pasuk is speaking about yom kippur, and really there is no din by uh, by para. 
to say that he should separate for seven days, Kasha in the Gemara's presentation, because the Gemara presents from the Mishnah and Para that you have seven-day preparation phase for that Kohen who's doing the Avod of the Paraduma. Answers the Gemara, Amre, Yalif Tziva Tziva. You're asking a good question, and I'm not going to answer you by rejecting your question. I'm going to answer your question by saying that really there's a Xeras Hakasuv, that we have a, we have a, a, a we have a, a Xeras Shava, excuse me. We have a Xeras Shava that reads as follows. Four lines from the bottom, Beis Medalev. Sivhacha, Tziva Hashem Lasos. One, the Pasuk we saw above, and another one that says, We see the word Siva in both places. What is the Drasha? What is the Gzera Shava from these two Psukim? Says the Gemara, two lines from the bottom, just like in the Zos Chukas HaTorah Pasuk, there's a reference to the Paraduma. So too by our Pasuk, the word Siva is the bridge. We learn from over there where it's talking about Para. It brings it back to our Pasuk of Siva, which teaches us that our Pasuk is also talking about uh, Para, in which case the seven-day preparation period applies both to Yom Kippur and to Para. And that's part one of the drasha, umakan prisha, aflahalan prisha. So we're learning from Pasuk number two of Zos Chukas HaTorah that that's talking about Paraduma. The word Siva brings that word back to our camp of prisha. And we know that just like by Yom Kippur, there's seven days of prisha, so too by Paraduma. End of the first page, aflahalan prisha, beautiful. So the Gemara presents the Gzeir Shava as stated. Says the Gemara, but wait a minute. I could find you another Pasuk that has nothing to do with Para that also has the word Siva. Right? Really, what we're doing is we're testing the limits of how do you develop the Gzeir Shava. Is it random? Every time you see the word Siva and Siva, you could put them together and learn things from one another? Says the Gemara, let's test the system. The Ema, maybe we should say, top of Beis and Beis, the Ema, Siva, Siva, the Yom Kippur, another Pasuk by Yom Kippur, the Pasuk writes by Yaska, Shir Siva, Hashem es Moshe. We see a, a Pasuk that speaks about Yom Kippur, the word Siva. So, why did you make your Gzeir Shava to say that Siva? By uh, Tziva, by the Pasuk that we started with, by uh, Yom Kippur, is also Tziva by Par. No, maybe there's two Pasuk going to talk about Yom Kippur, and they both say Tziva. So maybe we should have said that there is no Gzeir Shava. So answers the Gemara, yes. Uh, answers the Gemara, you're not allowed to make the Gzeir Shava that you just recommended. Why? A subtle answer, says the Gemara. Done in Siva, delifne asiva, asiya, mitziva delifne asiya. We're allowed to make Xerah Shava with the word Siva as long as they're positioned in the same place before the word Asiya. So that's what we have, Siva Delifne Asiya. If you look in the Psukim at the bottom of the page that we saw earlier where the Xerah Shava is presented, the first Pasuk says, um, Siva, uh, it says, Siva Hashem Lasos, Siva comes before Asiya. Second Pasuk also that we saw on the bottom, Siva is before Asiya. But the Pasuk that you tried to answer from the top all right, the Gemara says, oh, look at the second line. It says, Vayas Kasher Tziva. So what comes first? The Yaas does. So it says the Gemara, no, the order of Tziva and Vayas in the Psukim is incorrect according to this new recommendation. You wanted to say that the Gzeirah Shava should have been with the Pasuk on the second line, Vayas Kasher Tziva, but then Yas came before Tziva. That's not consistent. So that's what the Gemara is answering here. No, done in Tziva delifne Asiva Asiya, mit Tziva delifne Asiya. We can do the Gzeirah Shava when the position of the word Siva relative to Asiya is the same, which in this case is before. The ain done in Siva de la achar Asiya meets Siva de lifne Asiya. But if you have a Pasuk that has two words, Vayas and Siva, so then we need the order of Siva and Vayas to be the same, Siva Vayas and Siva Vayas. But if you have Siva Vayas and then the next Pasuk is Vayas Siva, that's out of order, and therefore says the Gemara, you're not allowed to make that Xero Shavu. So we've learned an important idea uh, quoted by the Gemara, that when we make a Gzera Shava, and there are other common words in each Pasuk, the order of those words have to be the same in both Gzera Shavas. Then the Gemara tests the system of Gzera Shava again. Well, wait a minute. 
We have another example where there is the word siva that's used unrelated to para. Maybe we should say there's no gzeir shava between Yom Kippur and Par, because maybe the gzeir shava is between Yom Kippur and Korbanos. What does the Pasuk say there? The Pasuk reads, fifth, sixth line, the Pasuk there says, so it says the Gemara, that's not the same word. Look at the Pasuk, the words are not the same. So I'm not going to make a gzeir shava when one Pasuk says, Siva, and the other says, Tzavoso, asks the Gemara, why not? We do that all the time. Asks the Gemara, and this is the example in Shas of Gzeira Shavas that have different words, and we make a Gzeira Shava. Says Gemara, Manaf Kamina, who cares if it's Siva and Tzavoso? We should still be able to make a Gzeira Shava. Why? Because we are the Rabbi the Shava Kohen, Uva Kohen, Zohi Shiva, Zohi Via. You're entering the house. One time we said Shav, one time we said Ba. We treat them the same. They're not even the same word. Not the same shorash, not the same word. You're concerned that Siva and Savoso are different? The precedence is much greater than your problem. The precedence is Ba and Shav. Those words aren't even the same words we make Xerah Shava. Pasha, you can use Siva and Savoso. So then the Gemara responds, no, you cannot. When do we say Shav and Ba that we have to make Xerah Shava? That's when there's no other two psukim to make Xerah Shava. Because here we have Siva and Siva, therefore we're not going to use Siva and Savosa. So you wanted to say maybe the Gzera Shava should be Yom Kippur to Korbanos. No, not going to be Yom Kippur to Korbanos because we have other psukim that we can use that match the word perfectly. Siva, Siva. I, you want to ask Shava? Not a good argument. Over there, we didn't have a choice. Here we have a choice. We have other psukim that say Siva and Siva. So it says the Gemara, now, let's, now that we've proven ourselves, let's go back to the Pasuk that we started with. The Pasuk that we started with on Beis Aleph, where we said, about 10 lines from the bottom, the Pasuk read, And the drasha that we said by Lechaper was, so it says the Gemara as follows, Lechaper, we're one third of the way down on Beis Amad Beis, Lechaper elu Maisa Yom HaKippurim. That's what it, well, that's what it means. Maybe the word kapar in that pasuk speaks about korbanos. A lot of korbanos bring about kapara. So we should say that it's only talking about uh, Yom Kippurim. It says the Gemara, if that's true, if you want to say that maybe when the pasuk said the kapara wasn't talking about Yom Kippur bichlal, but talking about korbanos in general, says the Gemara, that can't be because I don't know who the Kohen will be next week. I'm, if today's Tuesday, the next Tuesday, I don't know who the Kohen's gonna who the Kohen's gonna be because he hasn't been chosen yet. Because everything was done bepais, everything was done as a lottery. So I I can't be mafresh that Kohen. So says the Gemara. So what? Uh, uh, Amre, uh, that's not a good a good uh, a good argument because Alama loni baile prisha lekuli mishmeres beisav. We saw this language in Masechah Shkalim of Beisav. Okay, you don't know which coin it is? Separate the whole group of Kohanim. Who cares? One of them is going to do the Avodah. One of them is going to do the Avodah. Separate them. What do we care if it's the whole group? Says the Gemara. No, that's not a good, uh, that's not a good plan. Dunin, davar shekavua lozman, mi davar shekavua lozman, lafuke korbanos, tekol yom isnu. We're trying to compare Yom Kippur and Para Aduma to each other because those things have a, a kavua's man. They're, they're, they're not every single day. Korbanos are every single day. Says the Gemara, fine, but I have another precedent that we have kapara. Maybe we should say the shalash regalim. So says the Gemara, that's also not a good idea. We want to learn from the world of Yom Kippur or Para Aduma, which happened once a year. To something else. 
But However, there's shalosh regalim. So because there's shalosh regalim, you can't say that Yom Kippur and Paraduma, one of them is similar to Korbanos because, because, or to the regalim, because the regalim, there's three of them. And because there's three regalim, so therefore says the Gemara, you can't compare and that can't be taught in the Pasuk. Ask the Gemara two thirds of the way down, three lines before the wide lines. Okay, fine. But but Pesach only happens once a year. Sukkot only happens once a year. Fine, don't talk about the Shalash Regalim. Speak about one of the Regalim, and then it is comparable to Yom Kippur and Paraduma. Oh, but there's three. How do I know which one to choose of the three Regalim to say that I'm only going to focus on one? That's not a hard question to answer. I can give you two different approaches. Maybe we'll always choose uh, we'll always choose Pesach because it's always listed first in the list. That's always going to be listed first. Or I can argue differently that maybe we should say it's Chag HaSukos because because there are more mitzvos on that uh, on that Chag than on a lot of Chagim. On a lot of Chagim. So it says the Gemara, if that's true, then maybe we really have a case which is similar to Yom Kippur and Paraduma, which is any one of the Shalash Regalim. Says the Gemara, we can't do that either. First of the long lines, Bezim and Bez, Eladan and Prishat Shiva, Liyom Echad, Mi Prishat Shiva, Liyom Echad. We have to compare something that has seven days of, of separation followed by one day of, of Avoda. However, the Ain done in Prishat Shiva, Lishiva, Mi Prishat Shiva, Echad. But the problem is that if you say we're only talking about one holiday, but there's seven days of, of Pesach, that doesn't work. So you can't compare a case of seven days of no holiday that leads up to Yom Kippur. Seven days of no holiday that leads up to the Paraduma versus what? Seven days of, of Pesach that lead up to the eighth day of Pesach. It doesn't work. It doesn't make any sense. Rosh Hashanah is not considered one of the of the Shalash Regalim, though. Yeah, it's an exception. It's a regular Yontif, as it were, but it's not technically one of the Shalash Regalim. That's a great question, but the Gemara doesn't even entertain that. I don't know why the Gemara doesn't entertain it. Maybe it treats it like a regular, whatever, non a regular malacha day. Good question. I don't know why the Gemara doesn't entertain that, but it doesn't. And we're gonna we're gonna focus in, on one right now, which makes your question even stronger, Kevin. Be'ema shmini. Maybe we should have said shmini atzeres deprishas shiva liyom echadu. Of course, we know that there are opinions that write that shmini atzeres is a chag bifne atzmo. We look at it as the second day, the second days, as it were, uh, of the holiday. But really, it's not. Really, Shemini Atzeres is its own holiday. So if that's the case, then we do have seven days that lead up to one day of Avoda, which is similar to Yom Kippur and to Paraduma. So says the Gemara, that doesn't work either. Donin, Davar, we're six, seven lines from the bottom. Donin, Davar, She'en Kedusha Lafanov. Mi Davar, She'en Kedusha Lafanov. We have to compare something like Paraduma where the seven days prior to the Paraduma were not days of Kedusha, were not days of Isra Malacha. The seven days prior to Yom Kippur were not days of Malacha. So we need to compare those two because the seven days prior to each of those episodes had no Kedusha to them. The Ain Dunin says the Gemara, Davar Sheesh Kedusha Lafanov, Mi Davar Sheesh Kedusha Lafanov. But in the seven days that are prior to Shemini Atzeres, all of those days have Kedusha. They all have a sense of Isra Malacha. Even Chol HaMoed has an Isra Malacha. Ray Robinson just recently spoke about this, the Halacha. These are uh, complicated sugyas. Halachos of Cholamoid are very difficult, but uh, but could be extremely severe. So one should know them well. So says the Gemara, but we can't compare the case of Shmini Atzeres to Paraduma and Yom Kippur. Shmini Atzeres, the days that lead up to Shmini Atzeres are Kadosh. The days that lead up to Yom Kippur and Paraduma are not Kadosh. So that doesn't work either, says the Gemara. But wait a minute, four lines from the bottom. That's ridiculous. Of course that should work. That should be a Kalvachomer. What's the Kalvachomer? So says the Gemara, 
Now that you have something that has no Kedusha before it. There's no Kedusha to the days that are prior to Yom Kippur. There's no Kedusha to the days that are prior to Paraduma. And yet we see that boy Prisha, the Kohen has to separate before Yom Kippur and the Kohen has to separate before the Paraduma. All the more so, then by Shemini Atzeris, all the more so he needs to separate himself. Though this have Kedusha. Allah has Kama Vikama. So the Gemara answers, just drops the gavel. The Gemara says, stop asking this line of questioning. Amar of Masharshia, lo, hazeksiv, kazeh. You're right, your Kabbalah is logical. It makes sense to say that just like by Yom Kippur, where there's no Kedusha days prior, the Kohen has to be nifrash from his family. Then if the days before have Kedusha all the more, so says Gemara, you're right. In principle, you're right. But the Pasuk says, hazeh, and we, we darshan it, kazeh. It can't be different than the model. What's the prototype? Yom Kippur, the seven days prior have no Kedusha. That's what needs to be made similar to Yom Kippur. So that's Paraduma, which had seven days prior with no Kedusha. You're right, Al-Tzvara and Kalbachomer, but you're wrong because the Pasuk just ends the conversation. This is the Drasha, Hazeh, Ksiv, Kazeh. So therefore it has to be very similar, and therefore we exclude Shmini Atzeres as one of the possibilities. Two lines from the bottom, Bezim Bez. Ravachi Yamar, uh, he gives a second answer. It's not because of the Xeris, not because of Hazeh and Kazeh. How can it be that the Iker Regel, the primary days of Sukkot, they don't require Prisha, but Shmini Atzeres at the tail end, that one requires Prisha? Ravashi says that's not even that's not even possible. Even according to those who say that Shmini Atzeres is its own Chag and it's really completely separate. So then says the Gemara, Hani um, Mili, as we turn to the top of Gimel Menav, Hani Mili Le'inyan Pazar Kashav, an acronym the Gemara references. Uh, and these, uh, the Pazar Kashav stands for, I wrote it on the side of my Gemara, Pais, Zman, Regel, Korban, Shir, and Abracha. So these are all differences by Shmini Atzeres. For example, the most famous of them is that we say Shechianu on that night. On the second days of Pesach, we don't say a new Shechianu. The Chag's already started. We made our Shechianu many days ago. So we in Chutzar say two Shechianos, night one, night two. And they only say one night. Second days of Yontif? No way. Absolutely not. Masha'in came with Shmini Atzeret. It's a regular Ifnei Atzmo. So we make a new... That's why it's always so confusing. If you're not like holding in the sugya, I forget every year. Shmini Atzeret, wait a minute. Do we make the Shechianu or not? We forget. It's a regular Ifnei Atzmo. So Pazar Kashav is the six differences. So even, says the Gemara, even if we want to say it's a regular Ifnei Atzmo, but however, and this is like the nail in the coffin to reject the Shmini Atzeris model, what happens if you forgot to bring your Corbin on the first days of Sukkot? Can you bring a Tashlumen on Shmini Atzeris for what you forgot on, on Sukkot? Says the Gemara. Absolutely, you can. If someone did not bring their korban chagiga on the first days of Sukkot, what's the halacha? You can bring your korban chagiga until when? Even if it's going to be on Shmini Atzeres. So even if you hold in general that Shmini Atzeres is separate of Sukkot, but if Le'inyan Tachlumen, it's not, and says the Gemara, therefore, it's not separate enough to generate a distinction whereby we can compare Shmini Atzeres to Yom Kippur and to Paraduma. Therefore, the Gemara concludes, and we'll stop right here. Therefore, the Gemara concludes so far, we'll see more questions tomorrow, but the Gemara concludes that, uh, that Yom Kippur and Paraduma are the only two areas of halacha where we require a hafrasha of the Kohen from his family seven days prior. We'll pick up right here tomorrow on Gimel Amin Aleph, four lines down, wishing you all a beautiful night.